Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Ron Miller back again. Uh, For those who don't know me and weren't with us last week, I am the Blindness Technology Training Specialist with Vispero, part of Vispero's training department. And today, we're going to take another look at Excel. In this case, we're going to look at five quick setting settings uh, that are important for some of you of interest. And that's what we're going to do today. So let's get to it. Now, we we were looking last week at making the uh, row and column headers or titles speak and show up in Braille using JAWS. So this week we're going to do a few other things that will, I hope, make your your life and your time in Excel a little easier and the experience a little more uh, friendly. So we want to, I'm going to look at some, some settings that, at least for me, affect the way uh, I can work with uh, with JAWS and Excel, makes things easier. I'll try and give you some scenarios that make sense. So the first thing we want to look at will be um, cell verbosity, okay? Cell ver- verbosity. And this option controls um, whether JAWS is going to announce contents and coordinates, so what's in a cell and where the cell's located uh, within a spreadsheet. Uh, or whether it's going to just uh, going to read or announce the contents only. So let's take a look at that together. As a reminder, the the Excel spreadsheet remember looks like a grid. It looks like just a um, imagine squares stacked on top of each other. So up and down and left and right. It's just rows and columns of squares. It's not like bricks where they're staggered. It's as if you took uh, a bunch of dice, and just stack them in neat rows and columns. So that's what we're looking at when we look at an Excel spreadsheet. Now, I've got a spreadsheet open right now. I'm going to turn speech on. Full speech. So we're in this spreadsheet, and, okay, I, I have to <laughs> have to give you a disclaimer. Um, I'm not the biggest, biggest um, Excel guru. I'm not going to show you a spreadsheet with tons of formulas changing dynamically and kinds of cool things like that. Uh, we're going to take a look at a simple spreadsheet that kind of simulates a budget, your personal budget, and we'll play with that a little bit and we'll set some, we'll have set some conditions that we can look at. So I'm going to arrow up. Blank C2. And right. Blank D2. Budget 2019. E2. And kind of in the middle of the, not the top row, because it's E2, um, is the title Budget 2019. I did not update this to Budget 2023, but I could have. So you'll notice if I arrow up, blank, E1. I'm now in row one, top of the very top of this, this block, this block stack of columns and rows. And I'm again in E1. So one is the row, E is the column, or E is the column, and one is the row. Columns are vertical, up and down. Rows are left and right. So I am in E1. I am the fifth column to the right, the first row on the top. If I arrow down. Budget 2019. E2. Still the fifth column, but the second row from the top now is the is the title. And I'm going to arrow down again. 
groceries. E3. And third row down, still fifth column from the left. Did I say to the right? Well, his fifth column to the right, fifth column from the left. Now I'm going to confuse everybody. <laughs> is one of um, our titles. It says groceries. I'm going to press home. Home blank A3. Notice I'm on A3 now. So first column, A. Third row from the top. There's nothing there. Let's press right arrow. Remember last week we talked about rows and columns. If you didn't get to listen to that, uh, it's, it'll be available online, of course, as a recording. Let's press right arrow. Blank. B3. Nothing there. Rent. C3. So our first category is rent. Let's press right arrow. Utilities. D3. Groceries. E3. Entertainment. F3. Auto slash taxi. G3. Monthly totals. H3. Okay, so that's our categories or our headings for these columns. Let's press left, sorry, not left arrow. Let's press home again. Home blank A3. And we will right arrow. Blank B3. To B3. Now, if you look at this on a braille display, and we'll talk about how to look across the columns or across or down the columns or across the rows. So you can set it to look across the (laughs) I did it again. On your braille display, you can look down the columns or across the rows. I have mine to set. I have mine set to look across the rows. So I can see that B3 is a blank cell. And then C3 and further to the right are our categories rent, utilities, groceries, etc. But if I arrow down one time, January, B4, you'll see that this column at column B, so it's the second one to the right in our stack of blocks. Sort of like, it's like a Cartesian grid, right? If I press down arrow. February. B- March. B6. April. B7. Etc., etc. So I've got months down the sides, categories across the top. And what we're showing here is for the year of 2019, all the stuff that we paid. Rent, utilities, groceries, entertainment, etc., etc. So you read the numbers that you've paid across the top per month. Okay, because the months are at the left end of these rows. So up and down is months, left to right is your, your categories, the things you're paying into. And at the far, the farthest rightmost column in this table are totals for the month. So for April, rent, $1,200.00, utilities, $85.00, D7, groceries, $200.00, E7. Wait, I left the, the rent, I arrowed too fast so you didn't hear the coordinates. Entertainment, $79.00, F7. Auto slash taxi, blank, G7. Okay, I didn't fill that in for this whole time. We don't need all these things filled. It's filled in for the first, oh, let's up arrow. March, blank, February. Dollar 100.00. For the, G5. <laughs> for the first two months. Monthly totals. Dollar 1,702.50. Age 5 and that's contains the, formula. Thank you. And that's the total for all of those. So let's go back to what we're talking about here. And what the thing we're going to look at first the uh, quick setting is the cell verbosity. And as I said, this option controls whether JAWS says both the cell content and the coordinates, like it did here. If I press left arrow. Auto slash taxi. Dollar 100.00. G5. So I'm hearing the, I've got the workbook set up so that the um, column headers and row titles are read, are announced. They also appear in Braille. But then you hear the contents of the cell, in this case, $100.00, and then you hear the coordinates 
D5. What, what you can do with cell verbosity is you can change that. So let's go in and do this. I'm going to press insert V. Quick settings, Excel dialog, search box edit, control plus E. And this is quick settings. Uh, there is this search box just like you find in settings center. I could type in cell verbosity and it would find me or find it for me. But let's go down to the tree view by pressing down arrow. Tree view. Level zero. Excel settings. Closed. One of 11. And we're going to press right arrow to open up Excel settings. Excel settings. Open. Seven items. I just want you to see where this is as we, we navigate to it. And we'll press down arrow. Level one. Formatting. Cell appearance. Monitoring cells. Workbook settings. Reading options. Closed. And this is the node reading options on the, on the tree or the branch. So I want to open up the reading options node. I'll press right arrow. Reading options. Open. Seven items. Thank you. There are seven items in this node. Now that we've opened up the branch, let's press down arrow. Level two. Cell title and content speak titles before content. One of seven. Read. Cell verbosity content plus coordinates. So there's our setting. Content plus coordinates. That how, that's how I have this set now. But let us assume this is your spreadsheet. JAWS is reading the column headings and row titles for you. And you think to yourself, I don't need to hear this A3, D7, <laughs> B5, whatever. You don't want to hear this all the time. So let's press space bar here. Space. Content only. One of two. Content only. The other one is both content and coordinates. So let's tab over to OK. Read only edit. This option controls whether to announce both cell content and coordinates or only cell content as cells are navigated. The default setting is to announce both. Now, as I press tab the first time, I hit a little edit field here that has a brief explanation of what this control does. That is included with every one of these controls in the quick settings tree view. Okay, every item on the tree. Let's press tab again. Expand tree view checkbox not checked. Alt plus X. That, if it's checked, makes all of these branches open. So you'd have to arrow down uh, past every uh, sub group on each little branch. So the things that we passed earlier, uh, you would have to read all the way down through. I uncheck this box because I don't want this expanded. I want to be able to move past the main branches of this tree, the main nodes, and just go to the one I want. Like on this example, we went to reading. Then I pressed right arrow to open it and began to navigate down uh, the, uh, the sub-branches or sub-nodes, if you will. So Again, this is a matter of choice, and you can decide whether you want to expand the tree view or, like me, you want to uncheck this and leave it not expanded. Let's press tab again. OK button. There's my OK button. I'll press space. Space. $100.00. Ah, no coordinate. Let's press left arrow. Entertainment. $97.50. Groceries. $225.00. OK, see how that's gone? January. $200.00. I arrowed up. Now, for those of you who weren't with us last week, and you're not really familiar how column headers and row titles are read in a spreadsheet like this, a table like this, you'll notice that when I press left or right arrow, I'll press left arrow. Utilities. $75.00. We know that we went from entertainment to utilities, but the months aren't being read. That's because we're still in January. If you will, we're looking at the row for January. If I press down arrow, February, dollar eighty point zero zero, March, April, May, dollar eighty five point zero zero. The months are announced, but we haven't moved from one column to the other, so the category remains the same. We sort of assume that you remember that the last category you're in 
Now I forgot where I was. <laughs> I think we're on entertainment, but I'm not totally sure. So let's press right arrow. Groceries. Dollar two hundred forty point zero zero. And left arrow. Utilities. Dollar eighty five point zero zero. And it was utilities. Let's press left arrow. Rent. Dollar one thousand two hundred. Okay, and if we go one more to the left, we'd run into the actual um, uh, row titles, which is the months. So I won't move to the left again. But I did forget where I was. That's not uncommon. But again, if you move left or right, you'll hear the headers. Utilities, groceries, entertainment. Dollar ninety five point zero zero. Thank you. If you move up or down. April. Do May. June. Dollar seventy nine point zero zero. You'll hear the month and the uh, headings will remain silent. Okay, so we have eliminated, we've gotten rid of the coordinates. Coordinates, how do you want to say that? Uh, just the cell content is being read. I actually like that better in a spreadsheet that I know really well. That's really for two reasons. I, I really don't need to hear it. And if you're using a Braille display, uh, you will still see the coordinates on your Braille display. My, my display still says F9, even though JAWS didn't announce it. So I left that on for Braille. It's, it remains on for Braille. One of the things that happens, at least here at my workplace, it's happened in the past, I'm sure it'll happen again in the future, is uh, we'll get a spreadsheet out, maybe one that was spread, uh, one that was sent out before, um, I don't, I don't want to name a department because I don't remember the last place I got one. <laughs> I think our HR folks have sent them out before. I think my supervisor in, in various departments have done this before with, um, with a spreadsheet that was reissued with changes, okay, especially as discussions take place. Uh, somebody will put out a spreadsheet, an Excel document, and then there'll be either meetings where changes are discussed or... Um, through emails, some changes will be suggested, and uh, a revised version of the spreadsheet will be sent out. And what you'll hear is that uh, somebody will say, well, the, the person who sent out the spreadsheet will say, okay, uh, I've made changes, and those changes are marked in red. I find that a rather frustrating occurrence because <laughs> it's, it's not immediately apparent if something is marked in red. Now, you can you can force JAWS to tell you if something is marked in red. If you're on a cell, you press insert and then the letter F for font or font information. Cell font and formatting. Text color black. Background color white. Arial. Regular. 14 point. Highlighted. Horizontal alignment is general. Vertical alignment is bottom. Number format is currency. Two decimal places. Normal. Cell dimensions are 97 points wide by 18 points high. Okay, that's a lot of information just to hear the colors, right? So the other option is to press insert number five. Black on white. Ooh, that's much faster, right? Insert number five. If you want more of the font and other information, insert F. Okay, so you can do that, but it's going to be really tedious to move around the cell and try and find this stuff. Uh, try and find the cells with color changes so I know... That, oh, this one's got red. Okay, this one's updated. This one's updated. This one's updated. Oh, I can tell you exactly where I remember uh, where this has happened. Uh, one of the departments I was in used a spreadsheet, uh, and it just it was just a, a spreadsheet with um, about 90 blocks, depending on the months. And it was, it was just the dates for three months. And uh, when somebody, you know, you're working in a, in a, in a uh, 
a setting where you had to kind of share time off so that you wouldn't lose a whole department to a single vacation day. And uh, so what would happen is you the the new spreadsheet for the quarter would be would be sent out by the supervisor and you'd have a block for every day you'd have a let's say a January March a January February and March um spreadsheet and you would navigate to and find the date that you wanted and if nobody else had put their name in for that date you could add your name uh, it would go back in and the supervisor would change the color to show that that date was cha- taken, sorry, to show that that date was taken. Now, for all of us who couldn't see the spreadsheet, it was pretty easy because uh, your name appeared there too. They they made it possible for the date text to remain in the cell and your name was added. In a lot of instances, if somebody wasn't thinking about accessibility, they would have just sent that spreadsheet out again reissued it with a simple color change on the date cell to show that it had been changed up oh, somebody's taken this it's now red it's no longer green or it's no longer black or whatever they've done and that's when it becomes tedious as you're trying to to find was this day taken is this day taken now visually you can look at this at a glance and see the whole spreadsheet and the blocks with color changes are pretty obvious if you're using jaws and you're reading through even if you're looking across by row or down the columns, it's not going to be immediately apparent. But one of the quick settings is feller. <laughs> Goodness. Let me try that again. One of the quick settings is font, color, and app. You know, this is one of those moments. One of the quick settings is font, color, and attribute changes indication. All right, I'm going to say it again. Font, color, and attribute changes indication. So what that means is that you can, if, if you check this choice, JAWS will actually notify you to changes in the cell contents. So if there's been a change to the font, to the color, to attributes, JAWS will let you know. So let's look at this and how it works, okay? And this is under, um, it's workbook, worksheet, and region uh, settings, formatting, settings slash formatting in that quick settings tree view. Here we go. Quick settings, Excel dialog, search box edit, tree view. Level zero. Excel settings. Open, seven items, level one. Formatting, cell appearance, monitoring cell, workbook settings, reading options, rail options, workbook, worksheet and region settings. Closed, document setting. That's the one we want. I'm going to press right arrow. Workbook, worksheet and region settings. Open, dot, level two. Formatting. Closed, document setting, one of six. Workbook, worksheet and region settings, Excel settings. Okay. And within that, uh, I believe I'm looking for... Cell appearance. Cell appearance. Cell appearance. There. Oh, level three. Cell text visibility detection not checked. Orientation indication. Shading changes oh. indicate... Level two. Title and total reading. Closed. Document <laughs> setting. Sorry. Three of six. Work. My notes aren't deep enough. Hang on. Monitoring cell assignments. Properties of cells. Closed. Reading options. Closed. Level zero. Touch curve. No, Le- I think it's up. Title there. and level three. Shading. Orientation in cell text visibility detection. Not level two. Cell. Ap- now I'm going to close cell appearance. Cell appearance. Formatting. Closed. That's a good formatting. Formatting. Level three. Font, color, and attribute changes indication not checked. Document setting. One. All right. Just so we have complete information, and my apologies, I thought I'd put all this into my notes. Um, so it's under workbook, worksheet, 
and region uh, settings. And then it's under formatting. Oh, I did say that. So settings slash formatting. Sorry. Um, so it's under the formatting under that. So I'm not going to try and say it again. Follow. See, I knew I blew it. Font, color, and attribute changes indication. Right now it's not checked. I'm going to check that by pressing space. Space. Checked. I can at least say that without any problem. It will tab to OK. Read only edit. Expand tree view check OK button. And I'll press space. Space. Dollar seventy nine point zero zero. Now, let me tell you what I've done so we can see how this works. I've set an arbitrary maximum budget for myself for food and for in, 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 for food and for entertainment in this spreadsheet. Now, understand this is a pretty rudimentary budget spreadsheet, but when I have exceeded the monthly amount that I'm supposed to be able to spend, I've had this marked in red. So if somebody were to hand this to me, budget information from somebody else, or they are somehow critiquing my spending, I would see my overage, uh, my overage is uh, colored red instead of the normal black font that they're in. Auto slash taxi entertainment. So let's go to I go back to the top. May mark that red entertain blank entertain January dollar seventy nine point zero zero not bold. So seventy nine dollars a month um, is is what I've set, and let's just pretend that covers some basic cable and some entertainment of some sort. I have no idea what I'm going to do with $79 for entertainment, but this is pretend, right? February. $97.50. Red text. Mm, red text. I overspent in February. It was Valentine's, though. March. $79.00. Black text. Now, you will notice Joss said black text. So when there's a change, red text, if I had been in the red for several months in a row, Jaws would have just announced the dollar amount. Okay? It wouldn't have said red, red, red. As long as there's no change, it's not going to announce another change. But it's, since I went down the next month, uh, and it was it was in the black again, it said black text. Let's arrow down. April. Dollar 79.00. They notice it didn't say black, so I have not overspent in April. May. Dollar 95.00. June. Dollar 79.00. July. Dollar one hundred point zero zero. Red text. Okay, July. It's fourth of July. You know, I overspent that month again. August. Dollar seventy nine point zero zero. Black text. Okay, I'm back in the black, right? September. Dollar one hundred fifteen point zero zero. Red text. Well, it was Labor Day weekend. October. Dollar ninety five point zero zero. Black text. Okay, back down on the black. It was my birthday, but I didn't spend very much. November. Dollar seventy nine point zero zero. We didn't really go out for Thanksgiving. December. Dollar one hundred fifteen point zero zero. Red text. And in December again, a little bit of a problem. No. Let me go back up to June, January. Entertainment. January. Enter groceries. Look at groceries. January. Dollar two hundred point zero zero. Not build. Okay, not build. I set up some other things that would show build or not build when they're paid or not, but I, I haven't messed with it. So you're getting a kind of an inherent. Um, not build announcement. Don't worry about that. Uh, I did pay for my groceries. February. Dollar two hundred twenty-five point zero zero. March. Dollar two hundred twenty-five point zero zero. April. Dollar two hundred point zero zero. May. Dollar two hundred forty point zero zero. June. Dollar two hundred twenty-five point zero zero. July. Dollar two hundred fifty point zero zero. Red text. And again, Fourth of July, I splurged. August. Dollar two hundred point zero zero. September. Dollar two hundred thirty point zero zero. Not as much for Labor Day. I'm still in budget. October. 
$220.00. November. $255.00. Red text. So I overspent on Thanksgiving, but, you know, I could move it across from entertainment because I didn't overspend there that month. December. $250.00. Now you notice it didn't say black. I'm still in the red on Christmas. I, I overspent on my food budget, but it's Christmas. <laughs> so anyway, you get the idea. You see how Jaws will announce the um, the change in the information. Okay, in this in this uh, instance, it has been the change from the black font color to the red font color, right? So let me take a little bit of a um, a sidetrack. If you're interested in how to change the the font color, let's say you want to do something like, like that. You're on a um, you're on a, a cell. You've made some changes, and maybe you want to change that from black to red or some other color. Okay, if you want to make those changes, you'll need to go into the font color um, options, and you can do that quickly by pressing Alt and then H, and then F, and then C. Alt, and then H. Not Alt, H like in the old day. Don't hold Alt, don't hold alt down and tap H. Press Alt, release, press H to go to the Home tab, and then think of F, C for font color. Alt, then H, then F, then C. Let's do that. Ready? Alt. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Home tab. Two yeah. of ten. That's already sitting, on the, it's already sitting on the Home tab, but you still have to go through the motions. So there's H, F, C. Table. Font color table. Automatic button. RGB 0, 0, 0. 1 of 71. No. Alt followed by... You can, you can use these settings. There are... What did it say? 71 different color... <laughs> There's a whole palette you can go through. Um, to set these basic colors, I pressed up arrow. HFC. Standard colors. Purple button. So 71 you, of 71. Thank you. If you press up arrow, that actually takes you to the last few in this grid. This is a grid up, down, left, right. And the last the last selections in the grid are standard colors. So right now, you press up arrow. You're actually, you roll around to the bottom of the grid. You're on purple. Press left arrow. Dark blue button. 70 of 71. Blue button. 69 of 71. Light blue button. 68 of 71. Green button. 67 of 71. Etc. So if I wanted to press take green, I could press space or enter here. Enter. $250.00. Green text. And it told me it's green now because it's set to announce that stuff, remember? So that's how you make those changes if you wanted to change the color. Alt, H, F, C. So let's talk about another thing that's sometimes done. And again, I don't remember the instance, but I have received uh, Excel spreadsheets where they say uh, you know, current changes uh, the shaded cells indicate current changes or shaded cells indicate you know, some sort of a trend or whatever. And shading means that the font color doesn't change, but the color of the background changes. Normally, I'm my Excel spreadsheet opens up and it's dark lines on a light background. But let's say I want to indicate that these numbers are part of a trend. You're looking... I have no idea. You're looking at sales of some sort and you want to see the trend up or down over the course of months. Let's pretend it's the same kind of spreadsheet um, and you're looking down the column. Well, if I see an upward trend in these numbers, I can shade those to show it. Okay. Now, what I did with my spreadsheet is I indicated what rent, 
you know, for the month has already been paid or not paid. So let's go back to the top. No, red, September, August, red, March, January. Dollar 200.0 utilities. Dollars. I pressed up arrow. I'm pressing left arrow till I get to rent. Rent. Dollar 1200.00. Green background. Now, we know the color. It's green. That's that's great. Um, but what if I want to... And it, it does tell you that it's been shaded because it says green background. So <laughs> we accomplished this in in this manner because it's a color. But let's say that the font color is not going to change, but the shading color is. The color of the background will shade. And I don't want to have to announce... I don't want to hear every time the font and other attributes change. All I want to know is if the changing... Uh, if the shading is changed. So... The, the feature that we turned on a moment ago to talk about the change in font and attributes and, and color, that wouldn't be turned on right now. All I would do would be to uh, to have it tell me when the change, sorry, I did it again, it will tell me when the shading changes. Okay, and this again is um, under the, the workbook region, sorry, workbook, worksheet, and region settings, and specifically under cell appearance. So let's go there and take a look at this. And I'll turn off the other as we go. Quick settings, Excel dialog, search box edit, tree view. Level zero. Excel settings. Open, level one. Formatting, cell appearance. Closed. Cell appearance. Open, oh, one item, for, well, level two, level one. Monitoring cells. Sorry, we're looking for the workbook and region. Workbook settings, reading options, rail option. Workbook, worksheet, and region settings. Close. That's what document I want. Workbook, worksheet, and region settings. Open. Document setting. Six items. Now let's arrow down. Level two. Formatting. Closed. Document setting. One of six. Workbook. Work. Cell appearance. Closed. Document. Cell appearance. Open. Dot. Level three. Cell text visibility detection not checked. Orientation and shading changes indication not checked. Document setting. So let's check that. Space. Checked. So JAWS will now tell us when uh, the shading changes. Okay. And I'm going to go up to formatting and uncheck the, uh, the font color and attributes. Orientation indication not checked. Level 2. Cell appearance. We'll close Open. appearance for a Document. minute. Cell appearance. Close. Formatting. Closed. Formatting. Open. Document setting. Two items. Level 3. Font, color, and attribute changes indication checked. Document setting, one of two, format. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to uncheck that. Space. Not checked. Tab over to OK. Read only edit. This option can expand tree view check OK button. Space. Dollar $1,200.00. Green solid. OK. So we know it's green solid. Green means good or go. <laughs> I just arbitrarily poked, uh, arbitrarily chose that. But since we have a green background, we know that I've paid my rent for January. Let's down arrow to February. February. $1,200.00. Now, it didn't say green solid, and it didn't say anything else either, so we know that that is also a shaded cell. Remember, it's going to announce if this changes, so it's the same. So I've paid my rent for February. Press down arrow. March. $1,200.00. And then down again. April. $1,200.00. No shading. No shading, okay? So I haven't paid my April rent. Well, that's okay, because my April rent is not yet due. But do you see how that works? 
it's pretty handy and i don't have to listen to whether attributes in uh, in a cell or the colors of a cell change all i'm asking it to do is tell me has the shading of the cell change so if that's all i'm looking for i can leave all the rest out there may be reasons uh, fonts change or attributes change throughout a spreadsheet maybe they've got some stuff in bold text and other stuff highlighted for my attention but all i want to know in this instance is changes that are indicated by uh, cell shading okay and in this instance of course i showed my paid rent by making it green now how did we make that change shading is referred to as fill color the color that fills up the cell not the color of the font if you want to manipulate the fill color you can press alt followed by h upper ribbon expanded home tab. home tab i pressed h just to to keep the, the command string here and then h one more time fill color table theme colors wide background one button one of 71 now, this is a grid. It's got 71 choices in it, but if you want to get to the, the same place we were before, let's up arrow one time. HH. Standard colors. Purple button. 70 of 71. And you just heard HH from when I pressed them. So standard colors, the ones that are already preset, they're very handy. Just press up arrow after the grid opens, and then you can press left arrow. Dark blue button. 69 of 71. Blue button. Six. Light blue button. 67 of 71. This is the same grid we've encountered uh, when we were doing font color. So I'm not going to go through it all. I'll just press escape. Escape. Upper ribbon. Home. Font. Fill color split button. No fill. Alt followed by H. H. Thank you. And escape again. Escape. Home tab. Two of ten. Alt followed by H. And again. Escape. Leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. Dollar one thousand. And I'm going to tap control to make it quiet. So I could have gotten out there more quickly. And all of you are saying you should have just pressed alt. You're right. So alt. H. H to get into the fill color grid. So you can uh, select the color for the shading for each cell. So you can make those changes and have those those things uh, stand out as well because you've shaded them. You've changed the fill color from the standard cell background to a custom color you want to have in there. The easiest colors to set are by pressing up arrow and go to the standard colors and then left arrow, start in purple. You move left to get to the rest of them. Okay? So Alt, H, H. Now... Uh, let me ask if there's any questions. We've been going for about 30 minutes here. So I'll, I'll take a moment here. Anybody? If not, we'll press on. There are no questions in Zoom. Nothing on Clubhouse. Okay. You're either bored to sleep or you're just absolutely entranced by this whole thing. <laughs> um, I found especially shading and the font attributes and color thing to be really useful when I'm getting people who are sending... Uh, spreadsheets with these color changes or these shading changes. Okay, so the next thing we're going to look back uh, at look at is selection verbosity. And if you're selecting a range of cells, if you're selecting a range of cells, you can tell JAWS to do one of a couple of things. Uh, you're selecting, I don't know, anywhere four or five cells or a dozen cells anyways in a line. You want to do something with them. You can have JAWS speak the first cell in that range and the last cell in that range, or it can speak all of them. And that's uh, selection verbosity. Okay. So in order to do that, and this again is under reading options, um, let's look at how, first of all, let's talk about how we actually select 
a range of cells. And it's pretty straightforward. If you've used the temporary place marker, oh, in Word, um, perhaps uh, in a PDF document or on the internet, you've, you've already, you know how to do this. So let's, we're going to select uh, the range of cells in January. March, February, January. Dollar 1002. Because it's, it's got, everything's included there. I don't want to select the heading. I'll press left arrow. January. No shade. I don't want that. I want to start with the first category. Rent. Dollar 1,200.00. Green is, solid. Thank you. Which is rent. And I'm going to select all of the cells for the month of January. So the first thing I'm going to do is set my place marker. It's control windows K. It's a temporary place marker. Again, some of you may be familiar with doing this, but this is like, this is like dropping, oh, a single breadcrumb. <laughs> you are here. Okay. Control windows K. Setting cell marker at C4. So the cell marker is set at coordinate C4, which is rent. Let's go to the right using the arrow keys. Utilities, groceries, entertainment, auto slash taxi, monthly totals. $1,654.00. Contains formula. Okay, and that's the last cell I want to select. And then I'm going to press insert plus space. That's our layered command. Followed by the letter M, and that's going to select between our cell marker and where the current cursor currently is. It's going to select from the cell marker that we set to where the cursor presently is. Insert space. Space. Followed by M. Select. C4. $1,200.00. H4. $1,654.00. So did you notice that JAWS read the first and the last selected item? Okay. Now you heard those numbers as I as I moved across to them. I'm not going to to change the setting in this instance um, to illustrate unless you guys raise your hand and insist you really want to hear that. <laughs> All you would hear is instead of hearing the first, then the last selected cell, you'd hear the first, second, third, fourth, okay, all the cells read out. I will show you how to navigate to that setting, though, because that might be of interest to you. And once you've made that selection, by the way, um, you can press Shift plus Insert plus Down Arrow to hear all of the selection range. So if you don't have this setting, your... Uh, this verbosity setting to read all the selected cells. You can still do that. And again, the command is shift plus insert plus down arrow key. And that will read all the selected cells. At this point, you can copy these cells. You can format data in the cells. You can perform a calculation using the data in the cells. If you want to clear this selection, you press down arrow. February. Dollar 1002. I've now moved to the next row of cells and it also clears my selection. Okay, so let me show you how to get there to actually um, to make to change the verbosity, the selection verbosity. Okay, gonna press insert V. You know that by now. Quick settings, Excel dialog, search box edit, down arrow, tree view, level zero. Open the tree, Excel settings. Open. Gonna go down to read or reading options. Sorry. Level one. Formatting. Cell appearance. Monitoring cells. Workbook settings. Reading options. Closed. Let's open reading options. Reading options. Open. Seven items. We'll arrow down. Level two. Cell title and content. Speak titles before content. One of seven. Reading options. Excel settings. Cell verbosity. Content only. Okay. So content only. 
We, we were there before, right? Selection, verbosity, read first and last cell. There we go. Read first and last cell is what I currently, ha currently have selected. So first and last cell is what I currently have selected. I'll press spacebar. Space. Read all cells. Two of two. And again, that will read the entire range of cells that I now have se selected. So that'll read the entire range of cells I have selected. I want to. I want to do this differently. I want to do it only reading first and last cells, please. So let's press space again. Space. Read first and last cell. One of two. Okay, and I, I could tab around to OK if I'd made changes. I haven't really, so I'm just going to press escape. Escape. Dollar one thousand two hundred point zero zero. Okay, so that is how that worked works <laughs> worked and works okay so what if the last one we actually just passed it by uh, let me go back in here to reading quick settings excel dialog search box edit oops there we go. tree view level excel level cell appearance monitoring sub workbook reading options close okay, reading options reading options Open level two. Cell title and content. Speak titles before content. One of seven. Okay, I'm not going to demonstrate this one either. I think speak. Speak titles before content. You've heard this. So, for example, it said rent, and then it read the amount of rent or entertainment or groceries. If you want, you can change this. So, cell title and content. If I press space here, space. Speak content before titles. Two of two. So it could say. $79 entertainment, $1,200 rent. You can invert the way it speaks this. So you get the content before the title. I'll press space again. Space. Speak titles before content. One speak, of two. Speak titles before content. Let me go back to one we talked about last week because I think it's important enough to note again. Level one. Reading, op reading options. Closed. Rail options. Closed. I just press B for first letter navigation. And yes, when you're in this tree, if you know the node or the branch that you're looking for, you can use first letter navigation to jump to it. I wanted to get to Braille options quickly. So I pressed B. Let's open this branch. Braille options. Open one item. There's only one item here, but it's an important one. Let's down arrow once. Level two. Braille mode current row. One of one. Braille options Excel settings. And I wanted to cover this. We did talk about this last week, I know, but there were people who didn't hear this last week. If you are a Braille user, you have several different choices in how the Excel uh, spreadsheet is presented to you in Braille. The default, out of the box with JAWS, let me press space. Space. Current. Space. Oops. Space. Current row. Two of three. There we go. I almost... It's one more. Space. Current column. Three of three. Oh, come on. Space. Active cell. One of three. There we go. Sorry about that. Round and round and round we go. It's only three settings and you switch between them and I kept jumping over the one I want, which is active cell. So by default, JAWS shows you the contents of the cell which has focus. So for example, if we were in... Um, whatever month, January, February, whatever, but we were on rent, we're on the rent column in the January row, you would see the currently active cell, which in the case of rent would show you the amount of rent or any of the other locations would show you the amount of that cell. But that's all you would see on the Braille display is the contents of the currently active cell. That can be really handy if there's a lot of text in the cell, uh, 
and the cells on either side perhaps are busy as well. Adjacent cells are busy and stuff. So you don't want to look across a row or down a column with all kinds of stuff in it. You just want to see what's in the current cell. If I press space here. Space. Current row. Two of three. Current row is displayed. What that does is let me look at the cell contents across the entire row. Now, the amount you're going to see will depend upon the number of Braille cells you have to work with. If you're using a 14-cell display, you're doing good to see the current row. Uh, the, the, <laughs> sorry, you're doing good to see the currently active cell. I doubt you're going to see a lot of cells on either side unless they're just blank, in which case you see the, oh, what is that symbol called? Um, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, there's a symbol you see that shows you the, the, the delineation between cells in Braille. Uh, if you've got a 40-cell display, you're probably going to see a cell or two on either side. I'm currently using an 80-cell Braille display. And if the cell contents isn't real busy, you see a lot of cells. So, for example, since the only thing in all of these cells is a dollar amount, <clears throat> including the total at the right side, I see a number of cells across my Braille display. And I can set it to show me the whole row. So again, I can look across, let's say, at the month of January, and I can see rent and, oh, what is it, rent, utilities, groceries, entertainment. Uh, I might see that many cells, maybe even as far over as automotive and transport. It just depends, again, on the number of cells and how much room each cell content takes up. If I press space again. Space. Current column. Three of three. I see the current column. So I'm going to look down the rows, top down, top at the left, and then next lowest, next lowest, you know, descending looking across the Braille display. So maybe, again, I'm going to see a trend. I'm going to see a cost trend. Or I've got a business and I'm looking. I've got product in columns and months. Each row is a different month, just like in this. But instead of showing rent and groceries and this and that, I'm showing the name of uh, a product, an item that I'm stocking. For example, let's say I'm a vendor. Uh, I've got a, a lunch uh counter I'm doing a little cafeteria or something or a big cafeteria so I might have months down the side in each row and then I might have I don't know ground beef pickles milk <laughs> anyway if I set it to show the uh, the column entire column I can read down from in this case January through December as far as many cells as I have and perhaps see an inventory number and begin to see trends what's selling what's not um, am I seeing a spike in oh I don't know November for cranberries. I have no idea, but you get the idea. So you can see either by active cell, by uh, entire row, or by entire column. And that's available in the quick settings under Braille options. Again, I wanted to visit that because if you're a Braille user, it's a really handy thing to be able to be able to, uh, it's a really handy thing to be able to change those views. Okay, I'm going to press escape. Escape. I'm back to my $1,200 rent. Okay, questions? Comments? Everybody awake? No questions in Zoom. Hmm. No hands in Clubhouse. No hands in Clubhouse. Okay. Hmm, I'm either doing a good job or a bad job. Okay, let's look at some incidental things since there are no questions right now. Um, instead of setting a mark, uh, a cell marker, and then moving to it, okay? Utilities. Like we did here. Do- Groceries. Entertainment. Right. Dollar. You- rent. Do- what if I want to select the entire row? I, just, I know I want the entire, 
the entire row. Um, so instead of setting a marker and then arrow, arrow, arrowing to it, I can just press shift plus space. Okay, shift plus space. So let's do that. I'll show you how this works. Shift space. Select an entire row. Select. A5. Blank. XFD5. Blank. Now, XFD5, there's a lot of blank columns in this row. Um, I'm not sure I want that whole row. I don't, again, I, I'm not enough of a guru genius to tell you why. It just rolled out to the right. Um, regions aren't, I guess, set up right now. So I probably wouldn't want to grab from A5 all the, all the way to XF, uh, whatever it was, XF5. Um, but that is how you select the whole row. I'm going to press left arrow. February. No shading. Turn off that... Uh, that selection. If I want to select the entire column, so let's say I wanted to grab that that product so I could see all the trending numbers in that column. You select the entire column by pressing control space. So for the entire row, it is shift space. For the entire column, to select the entire column, it's control space. Select an entire column. Select. B1. Blank. B1,048,576. Blank. Wowie. I didn't actually create this table. <laughs> so, um, there's a lot of empty columns, or empty, um, empty squares here. And again, I can press up arrow or down arrow. January. And take away the, uh, the selection. If I want to insert a date. Rent. Utilities. Dollars. Grocery. Entertainment. Auto slashed. Monthly totals. Dollar one blank. I'm going to go past the monthly totals just so I don't mess this up. I'm not going to save this, but even so, if I want to insert a date onto one of these uh, one of these cells, okay. I did want to let you know we do have the hand in uh, Clubhouse. Okay, let's go for it. No problem. Who will it be? Andrew, go ahead, please. Hi, uh, hey Andrew. I'm not on Excel right now, but I do have a question. When you've turned off the cell coordinates indication so that it doesn't speak it if you if you like read the current line i, I guess that would be insert up arrow would that tell you the cell coordinate if you needed to know the cell coordinate all of a sudden let's do it january dollar one thousand two hundred point that's zero zero dollar seventy let's stop that that's the entire row blank january and to read the entire uh blank January doesn't like that, and I'm drawing a blank here. I should be able to read this entire. I should be able to read just the active um, cell, and I would have done insert numpad five, and it's not doing that for me. Five, yeah, yeah. So it's just saying blank. Okay, January. So it's not giving me coordinates either. Um, there is a say coordinate, and I don't have it in front of me, and I apologize. There is a command to do that. So if I wanted to look that up. I'd press insert H. Links AA list of some common shortcuts. Okay, so that insert H is the JAWS help, or JAWS hotkey rather, command insert plus H. And I could arrow down through this, through this. Links save the coordinates of the current cell insert plus C. Insert plus C is our answer. So I'm going to press escape. Escape. Blank. And then do insert C, like insert coordinates, please. I4. I4. So, Andrew, that's the way you do it. I will tell you right now, I do not have all the commands available to be memorized. Insert not. H is my best friend. It should be yours, too, actually. Insert H. For JAWS hotkeys, insert W for any Windows-embedded keystrokes. So, insert C is your answer. Sure. Um, 
the changes that you made with insert V, is there any way to change them to default settings? Um, once you once you change them, change them. You know, I don't. I I won't say absolutely not because I'm not 100 percent sure. I'd have to look into that more. Um, I don't believe so, but. I, I haven't dug any deeper than this for this particular exercise, but once you make those changes, they do stick. So, for, for example, when I go out and come back in, uh, Jaws will keep reading things the way I've left it for this this workbook. Okay, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Appreciate your uh, your question. Anybody else? Yes, we have a question in Zoom. Paul. Hey, Paul. Hey, how are you doing, Ron? Everybody. Doing good. Thanks. Okay. All right. Here's, um, I like the idea of having, um, turning off the uh, coordinates. I like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, however, when you're creating a new spreadsheet, you really want to have those coordinates turned on. And that, that gives me a question about persistence. So um, with the quick settings dialog box, you have these, you have this stuff, this thing called persistence. Yep. Uh, where you set the persistence for a node, whether it can be, it can be set, the default to, to save the disk, and then there's the um, um, restore and exit, I guess. And uh, which goes back to Andrew's focus. question too. Thanks, Paul, for the reminder on yeah. that. Yeah, I does it, that. yeah, and does it? What I'm asking is, is what happens with persistence in workbooks? So if you go and create a new workbook, does the persistence stick or not? I hope it, well, I hope I would want to turn that off so that when I'm creating a new spreadsheet, it doesn't, I need the cordon, so I'm creating one. I really do. No, it's a good question. And my answer is, I like to hope not. I say, let's find out real quick. Okay. I'm going to shut this down. Alt F4. I4. Launch meeting Zoom. And then we're back in Zoom. I'm going to go to my desktop. Windows M. Folder. And E. Employees. Edge. And partner. Edge. Oh, where's Excel? Is it under Microsoft? M. Oh, we're going to have to do fine. I didn't put it in this desktop. Search box edit. Excel app. Press right to E. Oh, that Enter. was easy, wasn't it? Let's go back in. Here we go. Someday. Come on. <laughs> Lost focus. <laughs> okay, hang on. Please. Launch meeting. Zoom. Google. Zoom. X book one. Launch Zoom web. Excel link. Book one. Excel. There's book Blank. one. Excel. Okay, so let's, let's arrow right. Blank. 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 In my instance, it looks like it's persisting. Blank. Okay, now, I have not played with persistence. You talked about it in quick settings. I haven't messed with that. Mm -hmm. um, if you've seen that before and it can be turned off or on, um, again, I, I didn't even bother to look for that in these examples. And I, as I said at the beginning, I'm not a, um, I don't use Excel a ton, not for this kind of thing. So, let me ask you to do this. If you need a definitive answer, I am happy to dig deeper into this. Fire me a note, rmiller.vispero.com, and I'll go find it. Um, okay, yeah, I, I suspect that you, yeah, you set persistence by nodes. So what you do is you would go set your persistence first, and then you go make your change. So which sounds would, totally right. It sounds like what our UI normally does, mm -hmm. uh, but not having messed with it, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to commit to something that's wrong. Sure, so, and I'll I'll try it too. You know, I'll, I'll try yeah. it and see what happens. But um, yeah. but yeah, um, persistence is something you want to pay attention to here, especially if you create new ones and that kind of stuff. Absolutely, or if you want stuff to go, you know, you don't mm -hmm. want it to persist across sessions. So again, it actually speaks to Andrew's point as well, and I appreciate you bringing that up. Okay, cool. And Ron, you have about 
five uh, minutes. Five minutes, and you have one more question. Sure. Area code four six nine ending in one two five. Where is four six nine area code? That would be a research it question. Okay, come on, anybody who's at four six nine. I just sent an ask on mute. Cool. There you are. This is Carol. Hey, Carol, okay. where's 469? Uh, Dallas. Okay, great. How can I help you? What's up? Okay, um, this might be a little bit off topic, but if you wanted to send a um, an Excel to somebody else, how would you do that? Okay. You still do it like Control A and, and that sort of thing? Control C, go point to it in File Explorer. So point to the finished document, then press Control C to copy. If it, you know, if you had focus, if it's selected, go into your open email. Hopefully, you've got an email open and ready to go. Go to the body of the email. Press Control V to paste it. And it'll drop it right in there as an attachment. And you can finish with your email and send it on its way. Okay. Okay. And then another thing: How do you select this one line? Okay. So one row. You want to select. You want to select a row. Now, I'm going to look at this real quick because I always get them backwards and have to do it wrong the first time. So to select a row, so horizontally across your, your grid, you press Shift plus Space, Shift Space. Oh, well, that's easy enough. It's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, thank you so much. Okay, <laughs> well, thanks for being with us. And those are all your questions. Okay, well, we have, looks like two minutes now. The clock's going to turn on me. Um, let me give our my contact information if anybody wants. I, I could do insert date and time and things, but we'll just run the clock out here, and, you know. Um, if I would urge people to go to the freedomscientific.com or vispero.com slash training to go to the training pages. We've got a lot of great stuff. We've got webinars all archived there. We've got other trainings. We've got links to our YouTube videos. Don't be afraid to go to the YouTube videos, even if you're totally blind, because everything is narrated. It makes perfect sense when you listen to them. If you want to contact me directly, R. Miller, R-M-I-L-L-E-R, at Vispero, V-I-S-P-E-R-O.com. R. Miller at Vispero.com. I'll answer the questions I can, and if I don't have the answers, I know where to find people who have them. <laughs> so I'll take care of them to the absolute best of my ability. It's been a lot of fun being here with you guys for another week in a row. So um, we'll we'll keep this up. I don't know right this second if we're going to do more XL, but we've got more stuff coming up, obviously, on ACB communities. So if there are no other hands, unless you guys have more we want to do, I, I, I guess we can wrap it up.